Hello, and welcome to Christmas Storytime. My name is Matt. And I'm Isla. And we both work at Student Development here at ENC and live on campus. And we both live in Memorial Hall. You might see us as you walk by to, to the gym. I don't know. And you would see our Christmas tree right now, but none of y'all are on campus, so um, Sad day. you can just have to imagine. Yes. So um, we want to share a little bit about what we love about Christmas, some traditions that our families have had. Um, and yeah. What's your Christmas tradition, Matt? Hmm. Well, I have two traditions that come to mind. One of them... I don't particularly enjoy, but my mom loves it, so we indulge her. We buy new PJs every year. We don't know what they are. My mom gets them. They're random, and we all have to wear them the night of and the morning of Christmas. We've had some weird PJs. Grinch theme, you know, random themes. There's a llama one last There is a llama one. So mom likes to keep it exciting. Um, Yeah. My actual favorite tradition, though, is every Christmas morning we have a Santa hat. I don't know if there's another name for his red fuzzy hat with the jingle at the end. It's called a Santa hat. Um, And whoever wears the hat distributes gifts for a little bit, and then we'll switch. um, And then someone else gets to distribute gifts. And we try to, you know, keep a rotation. Uh, We have about five people in the house, so, uh, yeah. Keeps it exciting. It just feels like each time we have all of these gifts labeled by Santa. So mom just still does it even though. Yeah. So it feels like each of us are giving those gifts to each other, which is nice. We always made my sister pass out the gifts, which I liked because I got to stay on the couch. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, no, we wouldn't be allowed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens this year. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, my, one of my favorite Christmas traditions happens just in the month of December, on December 5th, I believe, so it's coming up. It's called St. Nicholas Eve. Two days, Um, two days from now. Yeah, uh, we've got our wooden clogs out already, but my, um, family's from Holland, and so there's a tradition to, uh, receive presents from St. Nicholas on December 5th. Um, there's a whole story about him, you could look it up intrigued but we'd stick out our little big wooden clogs and next morning there'd be candy and like a gift in them Uh, we didn't really do santa on christmas so that was like our Mm. exciting moment we still got presents but they were never from santa yeah yeah but yeah i don't know if we should talk about santa not being real on this because kids might listen you said he wasn't real i just said said we didn't do him exactly you can't not do santa well, my best friend in elementary school said that her mom said Santa only goes to the houses of those who believe, so Interesting. I think we're in the clear. Interesting. Okay. Okay. But on to our Christmas storybook. Yes. Um, so tonight we are reading The Last Straw by Frederick H. Thury and is illustrated by Velasta von Kampen. I don't know if I pronounced that right, no. but we'll close go enough. With it. Yeah, yeah. We chose this book. Um, There was a huge box of Christmas books that my mom would get down every December each year. And um, I wasn't home, so I asked her to just pick out a few. And then this is one of the ones she brought. So 
I won't say it was my favorite, but we did read it every year, so we're going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like it. Hashmakaka, the old camel, was asleep in the desert night. He dreamed of all the water in the world and a hump that would hold an entire sea. Hearing voices, Hashmakaka opened one eye. Hashmakaka, Hashmakaka. Reluctantly, Hashmakaka opened the other eye. Why should I wake up? He grumbled. The sand whirled up in the moonlit sky. You have been chosen, the voices whispered. The sand seemed to shift again. You will carry gifts to a baby king. Who are you? Hashmakaka wanted to know, for he was an old camel and felt he had earned his sleep. You will carry frankincense, myrrh, and gold. The wise men have chosen you. Hashmakaka got up very slowly. Why me, if these men are so wise? Don't they know about my joints, my gout, my sciatica? Why did you say I am to carry? What did you say I am to carry? How much will it weigh? Besides, I have other commitments. There's a water drinking competition in Ringal. Then I really must go to the cud chewing convention in Bamish. The sand blew furiously, cutting into the black night. Hashmakaka was startled and decided he had better do as the voices said. Who knew what made the sand move like creatures with great wings? When do I start? He asked carefully. Today. With that, the sand voices disappeared and it was morning. It was still early as the servants of the wise men placed the precious gifts onto Hashmakaka's back. The young camels ran to their good friend. They all looked up to him because he was old and they thought him wise. You must be a very special camel, they sighed. I am very special, Hashmakaka puffed out his chest in pride and then said something a little foolish. I'm not so old. I'm still as strong as ten horses and I have been chosen to carry rich gifts to the new baby king. Can we come too? asked the youngest camel, who never wanted to be left behind. Aren't we your friends? shouted another. You can walk beside me, Hashmakaka replied in his most regal voice. And the long journey began. At noon, a herd of mountain goats came into view. Hashmakaka thought that they had come a long way from their mountain home in the north. What is it you want? Hashmakaka called out. We have heard tell of the new king who is to be born. Please, take our humble gift with you. It's milk for the king. You want me to carry milk? Hashmakaka sputtered in shock. I'm not a milk-bearing camel. I'm not ordinary like you. The young camels chorused. No, he's not ordinary. They looked up to him with their big brown eyes. He's strong. Why, he's as strong as ten horses. Hashmakaka muttered to himself, My joints, my scout, my sciatica. Aloud, he said grandly, give me your gift. At one o'clock, he was stopped by a family of millers. Look, said the youngest camel, they're carrying bags of ground corn. Do you suppose they're for the new king? They will have to carry it themselves, Hashmakaka replied. They can follow the star like the rest of us. The young camels crowded around Hashmakaka eagerly. But you're so strong. You're as strong as ten horses. Hashmakaka felt weary just looking at the bags, but he said to the millers, Give me your heavy bags. I'll carry them. At two o'clock the next day, young ladies gave Hashmakaka their fine silks. At least the cloth doesn't weigh anything, he thought. At three o'clock, an old man in fine clothes gave him two rare birds in silver cages. 
At four o'clock, some merchants gave him pillars of oak that came all the way from Lebanon. At five o'clock, a group of bakers gave him their finest sweetmeats and pastries. At six o'clock, the sun finally went down, and the crowds melted into the coming night. Hashmakaka gratefully sank into the sand. In the kind darkness, he didn't have to pretend he was as strong as ten horses. Hashmakaka became aware that it didn't seem as dark as usual. He looked up and saw the splendor of the skies and the special brightness of the star he had been following. He fell asleep wondering about the sand voices and the wings he had thought he could almost see. But as the sun rose over the desert hills, it was hard to remember the wonder of that star. For the new day brought new pains and new burdens for Hashmakaka. I don't think I will make it. I can't carry any more. My legs are getting weaker. My gout, my sciatica, my joints. I'm too loaded down. Word of the caravan had spread like sand before a desert wind. People lined the route, holding up their gifts for Hashmakaka to take to the baby king. There were jars full of honey and baskets of money. There were jewels and beads and large rolls of leather. And last but not least, there were 20 gallons of wine. Hashmakaka moaned to himself, Oh, this will bring me to ruin, this fruit of the vine. But then the youngest camel cried out, Look, there, it's Bethlehem. You've made it, Hashmakaka. You're as strong as ten horses. Hashmakaka knew he could just do it if he did not stop until he arrived at the spot beneath the star. He could. He knew he could. Just then, out of the growing darkness, a small voice said, I have a gift for the baby. Hashmakaka looked down on a tiny child. Please, child, no more gifts. It has no weight. It's a long it's long and light. It's for the king who was born this night. It's little, the child added. Too little is too much, Hashmakaka whispered. Didn't I hear them say you are strong as ten horses? asked the child. Well, yes I am, sort of. But my joints, my gout Hashmakaka looked into the child's eyes and his heart melted. Yes, child, give it to me. This smaller-than-small gift, what harm can it do? It's for his bed. It's all I have. No problem at all, said Hashmakaka bravely, if foolishly. All this time, Hashmakaka had kept walking because he knew if he stopped, he could not start again. Now he could see that the star shone down upon a lowly stable. Child, do it now. Place your straw upon my back as I approach the new king. Hashmakaka entered the stable. My knees are loosening. My legs, they wobble. My back is breaking. Will this last straw cause me to fall? And with that, Hashmakaka fell to his knees. Oh my, he thought. This is no way for a camel to behave. They will say that Hashmakaka was weak. Hashmakaka the weak camel. Hashmakaka the proud camel should not have traveled this far. The wise men noticed Hashmakaka. Quickly they too knelt. They're mocking me now, falling on their knees, heads bent over like gnarled old trees. Then, from the humble manger, a tiny hand reached out and touched Hashmakaka. His pain seemed to disappear. He could no longer feel his burden. In that moment, Hashmakaka realized that even if he had arrived bearing no presence at all, his presence would have been enough. Hashmakaka whispered to the baby, Hosanna from Hashmakaka. Accept these gifts kindly. 
They come from far and wide, brought by a beast who once acted blindly. From that time on, whenever there was a burden Hashmakaka could not carry, he shared the load with his friends. All right. Yeah. That is the story of the last straw. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, thank you for joining us this evening.